Welcome to That's What Sure Said. I'm Adam. And I'm Brooks. And this is the show where we think long and hard about The Office, Parks and Recreation, and all the other great content produced by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. Here we go. So, I was listening to some Genesis today, and... Uh, Ooh, love Genesis. One of my favorite members of the band... Well, first of all, who do you think my... One of my favorites, you know, my my favorite, if not one of my favorites is. Who would you say? Probably Mike. I don't know. Guitar. Rutherford. Guitar? Yes. Now, you didn't fall for that like I wanted you. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say Phil Collins, but um. anyways. <laughs> That's too easy. That's too easy. Everyone likes <laughs> Phil Collins. That reminds me. We have another part to talk about. We have, we have a part two Rutherford Falls, uh, the new show from, uh, well, gosh, this is, this is awkward, isn't it? Elephant in the room. We should address, we should address something. Um, gosh, we really missed, we made a big mistake. We missed, we messed something up. Yeah, huge in, error. In part one. Um, we just, we just totally omitted one of the showrunners and creators and, you know she's worked on other shows that we've enjoyed, so it's uh, it's certainly there's certainly no excuse except for maybe you know we we were just kind of diving in a little bit too quickly in terms of the uh, shallow crew, end. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, but uh, and and like I don't know. I hope hope it's not like I don't know. Anyway, we should probably say her name first, uh, which is. Sierra Teller Ornelas, in case anyone was was wondering, it's we forgot her completely, and we feel terrible. And look, I did it again. See, <laughs> I, I'm so see, see. You got to help me, man. You got to help. Like, you got to be the one to shepherd me through this valley of forgetfulness. I know, right? We're we're trying to get. We're all trying to get better. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, it's it's tough, you know. But yeah, just wanted to address that up at the top. Michael Schur and Ed Helms are kind of the the names. That everyone knows, but uh, obviously, she's the third showrunner. She's there. She's there with them. So you know, Sierra Teller Ornelas. Yeah, she she was a writer on Superstore, splitting up together, which was the other uh, Jenna Fisher kind of uh, unfortunately failed show that kind of didn't go anywhere. But it was you know it's kind of cute. Yeah, I remember seeing commercials. Watch an episode for or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her in a, in a little family. You know, so yeah, so sorry about that, Sierra. But we'll continue our review of your uh, your great show. What were your thoughts on the second half of the season? You know, episodes six through ten. General, general thoughts. I did think that it got maybe a little too dramatic near the end. Hmm. By the way, we're going to talk about spoilers. Uh, that's what. Well, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so <laughs> we're contractually obligated by the the, uh, the podcast lawyers <laughs> to. We have to. Con- every content creator has to. If you don't, as part of the and law. you spoil something, let's file a lawsuit. Unless, but we're covered now because we said the magic word. Spoilers. Disclaimer. <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The last, like you know, couple episodes, I will say there was a li- it got a little dark. There was some, you know, the levity was lift was uh was lifted. Is that the right word? Uh, mm. It was dropped. Um, it wasn't quite as like lighthearted as it was the first eight or so episodes. Like, Mm. I feel like they kind of got a little into the drama category near the end. Yeah. Just in terms of like 
revealing that he wasn't part of the family and right stuff like that. I kind like of felt plot. like it. Yeah, it kind of was like this tumble. It was tumbling into this. It just got darker and darker. Not like dark, dark, but you know, for what it was, it was like, um, you know, and I felt like Josh's character, a lot of this half was kind of relegated to just Regan's talking buddy and then, and then betrayer, you know, betrayer, but we knew he was going to do that and we knew he was going to give up, you know, and do say the story, do the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. Regan wasn't really giving him a reason to not, you know, and so. Yeah, I kind so of felt like, like it kind of I, it, it was one of those things where it wasn't like I didn't like the ending. I just think that the first half gave me a little more hope that it was going to be a little more like lighthearted in terms of its execution of things and yeah. I feel like it kind of brought it to a halt like really fast, you know, and it was <laughs> Nathan lashing out at everybody and alliances forming, which was kind of interesting. I liked how the different uh, like Reagan formed up with Terry and the mayor formed up with Nathan and you know, those kind of thing. I like that. It's, it's funny, but there, I don't know. There's just, there was so much of that, like kind of Nathan drunk and just like, Oh, well that's just great. You know, like it's just, it's just like that <laughs> when Andy finds something out bad and he's reacting to it like a baby, yeah. that's kind of what it was. A lot of Andrew Bernard energy. In, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. In that, in that, and, and you're right. It was like a sharp left turn. It was literally like, Episode five was pretty goofy and and just in terms of because like and first I'll just say like I agree with you on on like half of what you said and then I like okay really disagree with you on so I want to get to the agree stuff first I agree with the idea that like the just the general tone Mm -hmm. of the show didn't like in the first half and those first five episodes really did like episode to episode it felt like oh this is kind of like a a fun ensemble show right i mean we talked about that yeah. before but then literally like starting episode six there's like plot devices and then it's sort of i think a lot of it is because of the plot because a lot of the characters still have those like quirky moments there's just like super few and far between right like right they're they're still sprinkled in there but because of all these like sort of complex plot devices and character motivations it's like it's not it's like you said much more like of the dramatic side um so i agree with all that um i kind of disagree with like you said you know you said it perfectly like we knew josh was gonna do that in terms of like betraying her and like doing you know choosing his job over the relationship but I think the way that they executed that was actually like really well done because it was just like super simple and like that wasn't complicated. And maybe maybe we were like expecting that to be like the, the main complicated plot or something. But it was just like they like had that conversation and it was just like, oh, OK. Right. And then at the very end, like I loved that it was just like like a, you know, like a the serial podcast or something like it was just like, I I just love that. So it's kind of, maybe that's, I don't know if that was them intentionally sort of subverting our expectations by setting him up in the the first half and then just kind of having, having it fizzle out, but still, still be a hook for like, there's going to be a new season. It seems like, you know, they're, they're, they're setting it up for the possibility. Right. Um, Right. I think, uh, so, 
with him like having his audio not audio book but you know his what, what was that exactly was that uh like a podcast like but like a just, news yeah. like an NPR podcast right because okay. it was on the radio yeah and it was like this American <laughs> powder keg <laughs> uh, um, oh man. and he worked I, yeah I think he works for NPR I think that's the that's his character right right like, it was yeah uh-huh. so they have that this American life yeah. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, no, and, and it, it's funny because it didn't actually really bother me. It just kind of, like you said, it fizzled. Mm. Like, Josh, like, I liked his character. I liked him in that episode with Terry, Terry's backstory, number th- the third one. I think that's overall my favorite of the entire season mm-hmm. still. Even with that whatever corny ending, I still think it was overall the, the best one for sure. Because um, I also rewatched the first five, like, cause, uh, with Brittany. We rewatched it, and she really liked it. And so... I just think his character kind of like we lost him a bit. Like he kind mm. of went off into the background, you know, in the sense of like I wanted him on screen a little bit more, I guess. Um, and yeah, when he was on screen, he was just listening to Reagan talk about stuff, you know, and that was kind of and I, and that's cool. But like, it's <laughs> yeah, a good point. I don't know. Yeah, it's like he's just a good actor, and it would have been cool to see him in other situations, like he was with Terry, where he was like being a reporter and being like kind of like. Or even when they were dating and they're kind of like going on that first date where they're be like, I just liked him better in those first few episodes mm-hmm. that he was in. And, I, and then I felt like he kind of just fell off. But like you said, it's like for the plot, it kind of, I guess it makes sense because based on the plot, you kind of just, I don't know. I mean, it's just <sighs> subjectively, I just don't like it as much because I wish he was in it more. I liked, it, I liked his character, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, but, like... Again, the plot, like, what is going on? Like, you know what I mean? It's like half like Silicon Valley, half like yeah. Parks and Rec. Like, how it's yes. it's weird in terms of like what it's like. Is this a lawsuit? Is this about Nathan's like heritage and him learning about that, or is it about like Reagan's trying to start? Is it is it about all of it, or it's like none of it? You right. know, it's hard to kind of. Sometimes it's <laughs> Which hard to one focus do I on care one. about more, or like, do I care about Terry and his like people, but like. Is he just like representing his culture in general as a whole? Is is that kind of what he's saying? Because I kind of feel like he's always very not specific necessarily. Well, like he's always like Minnesota, this Minnesota people. Well, but I mean, I think Terry is a is a staunch capitalist. You know, he's like yeah, he's less yeah. concerned with the Minnesota sort of culture. He says and stuff. that, yeah, yeah, and just everything he kind of exudes like. That's sort of hit, which is interesting because he is certainly an antagonist for like a lot of the the main characters, but he's also likable and oh yeah, like he's an ally to at like times, right? So it's like to some people at times. So it's it's very interesting because he's not like a clear cut villain. We've talked about this um, before, but it's just that's something that I thought. I, I did like how they carried him through. Yeah, Terry's my favorite for sure. Yeah, the whole show. Yeah, but yeah, just uh, the the ping ponging plot, <laughs> and um, I love when he confronts the uh, like where he, he dumps all the M and M's on the <laughs> table, and that that little punk lawyer that comes, you know, yeah. just, like stuff like that. Spend like a lot I of love... time in Benson Hall, <laughs> Jamie Benson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, that's great. I love or, I love those kind of whatever, scenes. With yeah, him. yeah. But so and then you know Reagan, obviously her character. 
it felt like it was her dealing with, do I tell Nathan this? Do I tell, do I tell Nathan about that? You know, pretty much the whole second half. Like she's really concerned about what Nathan thinks. Cause they have that one episode where they're like, he kind of helps her. He pushes her to do things in life, you know, cause she doesn't have the courage to sometimes, but he's also still selfish at the same time hmm. about his own pursuits. and doesn't help her with like, when she does need help, like with something she's trying to pursue, he doesn't help her, but yeah, he'll be like, yeah, go, go for it. You know? So he does, he like inspires her, but then he also at the same time doesn't help her when she needs help. Yeah. And so yeah. that's kind of where this like tension in the relationship is. And then obviously it doesn't help that when she tells him about his heritage and she, he's in denial for a while about it until he confirms it with does. <laughs> but uh, yeah. 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 It, it's yeah. And it's interesting because like some of it is just like him experiencing some adversity and like a little bit of pushback sort of like she said for the first time in his life. And you know, that's sort of a, a blanket statement, but in terms of like the amount of stress and the type of stress he's having put on him, he's like just totally being self-centered and like not (laughs) thinking about her perspective or her feelings or any of that. And so, Um, again, like lots of Andrew Bernard energy and I don't really like that in my Rutherford falls. Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, like the the childish anger, like the, Oh, okay. So yeah. Put you under the, the name of lie, you know, the lie group or, you know, just like things like that. Don't things that are just very over the top and, and just like childish. Yeah. And his voice just kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. Oh, I can't just sit here and cry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just yeah, did that like, recently. <laughs> kind of a downer second <laughs> second half of the season. Um yeah. there were there were some some interesting things though. Like like one thing I, I found interesting, Bobby apparently is a high schooler and they, they just threw that oh, in yeah. there like out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. They kind of throw in a few lines like that about her being in high school and or you know, just kind of having that um, throughout, like, because, like, anytime something would happen, uh, he would ask Bobby about, like, oh, wait, what, you know, like, how many times are you going to skip school? Or, you know, like, those right. little lines like that that kind of just give little hints that Bobby's actually in school, you know, like, and 16, 16, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. like, Bobby looks older than 16. I know, I right? Know. <laughs> And also, yeah. why? Why? Just why? Because it's just a weird contrivance. Um, yeah. Like, it'd almost be better for Bobby to be like a, like, just graduated college, looking for something new to do, you know, to, to, to cling on to or something, like, versus just some high schooler, right? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know, because she's a high schooler, then they have to like family and they have to make these excuses for like her not being in school. But like, I don't know, maybe, maybe the actor is, but while we're on the subject, um, another thing I learned since part one, the actor, Jesse Lee is non-binary, which I thought was interesting because the character, Bobby, I thought, you know, presented as female, um, Mm -hmm. But once I sort of learned that about the actor, I thought, well, it's it's actually, you know, that character could totally be non-binary. And I think they were 
ambiguous with I think they they just refer people just refer to her or they as them as Bobby. So it's it's interesting that that's just kind of I don't know. I like that that it's like another subtle yeah. sort of representation thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's cuz when you like when you google Jesse Lee it's like it says Jesse Lee is an American actor. He will portray Peter Dawson in an upcoming Heather series. It also says is a Chinese and American non-binary actor. Um yeah, born in California. So, yeah, so born what it's, it's, it, Sorry. Does what does it say when? <laughs> Like, no, no, damn. we have no idea how old the actor is. So, um, <laughs> older than sixteen, surely, and eighteen. You would think eighteen, yeah. probably, um, surely. Like, do, well, do you think the reason because it's so ambiguous right now in the show, maybe they they, they plan to maybe mm. address that, you know, in the future, like as a storyline, because this is the kind of show that would do that, and I think that would that would be good, you know, because you then you establish a character you don't think of that character as anything in particular. And then once you get to a point where it's like, you, you kind of start dealing with Bobby and what maybe that, that comes to light. And that's a little bit more of a little bit of a plot line, you know, which would be cool. I mean, that could be, Oh, you know, something interesting in a way to kind of give that like more light, you yeah. know? And, and so, uh, but with Good a point. character that you kind of have gotten to know, um, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Bobby still didn't change for me much in the second half of the season, but I also kind of got—I was less annoyed, you know. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just like the first couple times, like the first five episodes, I was just like, eh. and then I rewatched the five episodes, and I still don't love the scenes, but then I—I I do like a lot of a lot more of um, Bobby's lines, you know. Um, <laughs> like, I love the line where it's like. He's like uh the 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 white the white person in the color person of color or something like that and they're fighting in the podcast and she's that's what that's what the f bomb comes in she's like f you call me <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's a funny little like moment there yeah so overall I've warmed on the character but it's still I mean Bobby's still not my favorite like by a long shot right. but uh, I've warmed a little bit more yeah and it's like at first she was like you know um, Nathan's intern or something and right. then and then and then Regan recruited them to be like her helper or something like it was just it's like they're just like a a, a, a modular sidekick you know it's just right. like uh but yeah, yeah. anyways yeah so i i agree kind of um just some interesting um choices there but maybe i think maybe you're right about them having future uh, plot lines in mind yeah and maybe they won't but maybe you know i think that would be a missed opportunity you know yeah yeah so so um one thing i think we have to address the final episode is mm. called d'angelo's which is a reference to nathan's actual like biological father's right. family that's that's a twist. That's a spoiler. We warned you, but that's that's one of the the other twists that you know. Sort of the first twist is that oh, um, Lawrence Rutherford was actually like a piece of shit, and like it's like there's all this weird rumor history that it's just like I, I thought that was just strange. You know, it was just kind of weird. Like, and then it turned out to be like a fake twist because then the next twist is that Nathan 
his biological father is actually like some other guy that, you know, <laughs> yeah. was like staying at their place while his parents right. were like going through a separation or something. And like the Cheever letters or something like that was like a Seinfeld episode, I think, <laughs> where, where they discovered something like that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. And yeah. then, and like, so some of that, so the second twist I thought had some funnier, like the way that just, mm-hmm. The scenes that followed that, like when they're in the car and Regan's like, and we have the letters. <laughs> right. Like, it just, he didn't want to believe it and stuff. And it's just, and like, he so verifies it. Like, a, he ver- Josh verifies it like so fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but then also, like, what do you think it's a coincidence or is that a nod to the office? Like, I mean, D'Angelo, oh, D'Angelo. Is a, it's like a pretty common name, I guess, but like at the D'Angelo same time, Vickers. it's just like, what? And then, yeah, the, and then the weird. restaurant is like, I just feel like something that I just feel like there's going to be Will Ferrell popping up in the background. I'm like, Oh, oh no. <laughs> but, um, and then that whole thing with the, the eating challenge, I thought was kind of dumb. Um, Oh, I know. It just reminded me. It's like it's like the hot dog eating contest again, or something. <laughs> but no, it's like I, that. All, those have always made me like, like the sailing. Uh, he's like you know when he go, tries to go out on the boat and fails, and like yeah. he's trying to find himself or something. It's just like what? Yeah, is this yeah. what is going on here, guys? Come on, like this is we not need some season three and four style uh, <laughs> Ed Helms. <laughs> we need as Nathan Collins Rutherford, the guy that right. was playing acoustic guitar in front of his family, and then yeah, like that was that was the I that he was very you know it's, yeah very much more of a different person than Andy Bernard. I just wish it wasn't like they just threw all this bad this bad luck and reveals all onto Nathan and then he just ends up it's like yeah it's like the same writing team as like you know season eight or nine of the office where it's like the same they're just making him kind of look and he's telling everyone off and you know (laughs) yeah yeah it's just like uh I don't know yeah it's a shame because it's like I I don't know because I like a lot of the other characters and I I knew from the beginning, he wasn't going to be my my favorite favorite. I mean, I like his, I love Ed Helms, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't want this to just be an Ed Helms show. I wanted it to be more than that. And then by the end, it kind of became mostly yeah. an Ed Helms show. Yeah, for so sure. So that was, you know, unfor- that was unfortunate, but I still think yeah. it's way better than the Space Force ending. My God. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that as well. I, I think, um, yeah, I think if they made this season shorter... Mm-hmm. And just tightened up the writing, like I think that yeah. would, I think that would have had a better result. I'm not saying there are any like yep. I can't think of a particular. Episode, I just but, don't you know, just... like it when shows go so dark and so emotional when it's like a comedy. I mean, like like I said, I did they uh, I said really this last go dark? Time. I mean, not really. They didn't go dark, like. Well, dark in the sense of it's just him sad in his car dealing with the fact that he doesn't have a family or like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, it's there's a lot of that in the last couple episodes. And it's a lot of him lashing out at people drinking. He's drinking like both episodes, like the whole time. (laughs) He's just got a drink in his hand, you know, and it's just it's fine. It's just like I think it. I don't know. I guess I'm just because of the score and everything. I just don't think of it as 
like I agree with you, but I wouldn't say dark. I would okay, say dark yeah. for comedy. Like you know what I mean. Like it's not Breaking Bad or Walking Dead or Game of Thrones, but but it's yeah, it's dark it's for what to be we've dramatic been. And, yeah, yeah, it's like it's a little melodramatic for, uh, yes. for what I'm trying. I'm trying to sit and watch a lighthearted show that's giving you know having some good lessons and it's got some comedy and you've got some moments of of emotional stuff that you go through, but it, then you kind of just it's only a few seconds or a few minutes and then you kind of, you move on and you kind of have, but I feel like this was too, like, like you said, like left turn where all of a sudden now it's just this kind of sad show where it's like, he's mean to everybody and he's mad and he's lost his history and his whole reason for all this stuff. And you don't really, you're not really trying to connect with other characters at that point. You're just, sad with ed helms and that's just kind of how i feel about the last couple huh. episodes well see that's interesting because i agree again that it's like a lot of his character is just like that's not very interesting but i don't no it's interesting it's just not like it's just it it changes the tone completely of the show but so but you're relating to him right well, that's what they're trying to have you do in the, in the last couple think, episodes. I don't know. I mean, I think in the, in maybe yeah, in the last couple episodes, but like, not the whole you know second half. Well, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I didn't like. I didn't dislike the whole second half. I just like disliked, not disliked, but less less light the last couple episodes where it was more. Yeah. Plot heavy yeah. about him finding out all this bad news and just moping and running yeah. away and like that kind of thing where it's like I understand it and it's okay to have stuff like that in your show but I just felt like then a lot that's all that that it was this last couple episodes to where you know got me a little sad you know it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like this first five where I was like man this is great I'm, you know this it, there just was it, maybe it's because this first the first half just didn't have any of that in it and then the second half just had more of it and it built up throughout the whole season yeah yeah so by the end then he's driving off and to you know and he's you know he's there's a little bit of levity at the end when he's feeling like okay um he calls everyone back and apologizes and i just need some space like all right cool but it, you know it took us a while to get there you know it took us a couple episodes yeah. to get to that point yeah because it's yeah. a lot of like scheming and plotting and with the, the mayor and he's drinking and just kind of like depressed and lashing out and so anyways but yeah i mean overall i still think it's a great show and i think it's it's you know it, it, it's establishing its footing and it'd be interesting to see a second season if he comes back and he's got more energy he's got that same spunk but for something else he's got passion for something that he just maybe maybe it's to get back at josh or something you know or something like i don't know like this whole show seems to be kind of like a fun little funny little revenge show where everyone's trying to get back at each other you know um, yeah. So that would be kind of funny to kind of see everyone just trying to like backstab each other, but in like a f more fun kind of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be interested to see another season. Um, and look, you know, other shows, uh, a lot of other shows have taken a season or two to find their footing. Um, yeah. I mean, look, you go back to the, the beginning of Parks and Rec, the beginning of even yeah. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I haven't rewatched it in a while, but like I'm pretty sure the first season is not as goofy and like like they hadn't quite gotten that tone yet that, you know, in right. the, throughout the show, it's just like super quick and... Yeah, and even if it was if it was close in that first season, it certainly wasn't, you know, right. the same. 
So I feel like with comedies, it's like you always start off slow and you get better. Yeah. And with dramas, you always start off good, like Prison Break or Breaking Bad or, uh, um, you know, um, well, I'm trying to think of one that has an amazing first season. Lost, I guess. Uh, that's it's got a good first season. Yeah. You know, like shows like that, like they yeah. start out so strong and then they just kind of as as it gets weaker. Like look at Prison Break season five. It's like, geez. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting how like a lot of different shows will start out like that. Yeah. Um, start out really kind of, kind of a little clunky. I mean, it's a show like this, you're kind of balancing so many different things. Um, so you're trying to balance like, you know, a lot of the issues that they're trying to talk about. And also character development and plot and, you know, humor and all that kind of stuff. And I think overall they did a good job of it. I'd give it a 8 out of 10 for sure. I mean, I think, you know, obviously there's room to grow and whatever. But I, like I said, I'll say it again. It wasn't Space Force. <laughs> it was it was, it was, was good. It was really – it was a good show. And I'm excited to see if they go anywhere else. If they don't, it's fine because it kind of ended on the – well, you could end it here if you had to, but yeah, obviously you'd, yeah. you'd like to see more. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I would probably give it out of 10. I would give it like a 7. I also think it was overall uh, better than Space Force. Um, just sort of accomplished uh, what it was trying to do, I think better but and 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 i think also there there were like a lot of a lot of little jokes that you know upon rewatch sort of it's the subtlety of the writing i think will 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 age well i mean and also like the i just like i did some pausing on the um on the the virtual meeting that regan did because you can like read the comments. The comments, and yeah, they're pretty good. Um, yeah, there is a lot of good background stuff like that, like yeah. when they're making the the town ideas, like Elon Musk tunnel and, <laughs> yeah. and they're crossing it out. And he needs to pay his taxes. Yeah, um, <laughs> Rutherford Falls Part Two, Season One complete. That statue though in the middle, that's that you know it stands erect. Yeah, it's still it's still standing there erect. That's what sure said.